Hello, and welcome to the Theology Gaming Podcast. Number I one, guess. the first one. That or we've as ever we done. call it, three cats with hats. Yep, I am actually <laughs> wearing a hat. I don't know about any of you. <laughs> All right, so let's introduce ourselves. This is the first official, quote unquote, podcast. I'm Zachary Oliver. I'm the proprietor and owner of the Theology Gaming blog. And I have a master's in theological studies, and I have played video games and been a Christian for as long. So it's been a while. For it you. has been a very long time for me, and I can't really think of them separately. So my guests today are frequent contributor Joseph R. Mazelia. Yep. Hello. Hello. A um, little bit about myself. I have known our fearless leader here for <laughs> about forever really and we've been very close friends and when he spoke of this project i was very interested to jump on board and uh yeah that's why i'm here all right and we have last but not least wild man ted oh wild man ted here i am yeah i'm uh, i'm ted loring uh, i go by the name wild man ted i know ted nugent did it first but you know i've got wildmanted.com though and he doesn't so um <laughs> I am here in Charlotte, North Carolina, where it's looking like tornado-type conditions outside, so hopefully you won't hear the wind uh, shaking the windows. This just got exciting. Okay, well, if you die, we'll dedicate it to you. Well, thank you. Dark. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) This this took a very drastic turn pretty quickly there, bud. Well, I'm just making sure, you know? Well, I'm happy to be living and possibly dying here tonight, so thank you. Oh, thank you. Covering all the bases. (laughs) (laughs) We'll share your final moments. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Okay. All right, so what's next on the itinerary? So we're going to start with one news item, because that was the only thing I could think of. Uh, Because I'm not really, you know, game news. I mostly play games, so... But uh, I thought that the THQ bankruptcy and all that stuff was very interesting. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry about it. It is kind of sad. Now, Ted, do you play any um, THQ games? Are you familiar with them at all? Um, let's see. Their latest one, was that uh, Darksiders 2? I believe it was, yes. Yeah, it was. Which, you know, I thought did pretty well, so I was a little surprised to hear this news. I heard it, I heard it didn't do as well as they'd hoped. I mean, they hiped it up a lot. Yeah, Darksiders had a lot of advertising, but it didn't sell to expectations. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't play it. I can't. I can't even comment on that. I don't know if either of you did. I played Darksiders the first. I like it. <laughs> I did play the first one as well. I, did, I haven't played the second one, but I'm open to it. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah, it's I, an it's an interesting game. It's like Zelda plus God of War would be my best guess. Yeah, Zelda, Zelda with yeah. attitude. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and with more, um, you know. Big hulking men. Yeah, exactly. A lot more, like, yeah. <laughs> Less fairies. I really wouldn't say that's a selling point. <laughs> <laughs> it is for some audience, I'm oh, sure. I'm, there we go. Moving into some weird <laughs> territory. Well, that's I'm, the only company, actually, that wasn't bought. Vigil Games was disbanded. Every other company that makes games for THQ was bought by another company, So, which is interesting. <laughs> huh. Now, didn't Atari go bankrupt? Recently, or again, or yeah, something um, like their French studio went bankrupt. I think. Oh no! Yeah, I, well, I think that explains itself. <laughs> they owe like twenty-five million dollars to some kind of backer. Oh goodness! Yeah, you know all that Chapter Eleven restructuring, but uh, they don't look like they're doing too hot either. Yeah, they've struggled for a while. Yeah, well, once they lost the Dragon Ball Z license. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's moving into territory yeah, that's... that I don't follow. 
<laughs> um, what are some more THQ games? I remember seeing it back in the Super Nintendo era. Saints Row. Saints Row? Saints oh. Row Third. Uh, anything Warhammer related came from them. Okay. Well, that's something to be proud of. <laughs> um, wow. I'm You're sorry. a horrible I'm person. Sorry. Uh, Company of Heroes. Um, what else did they do? They had a. Oh, they? wrestling games. Every wrestling game. Every, okay. Oh, Every yeah. wrestling game ever. <laughs> History of forever. Yeah. You buy one, then you buy the next one. It's the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I, I was talking to Zach about this earlier, um, that I genuinely loved Saints Row the Third. I thought it was ep- I thought it was epically hilarious and highly suggested to anyone <laughs> of a mature mindset. Yes, mature content. <laughs> Warning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're a child and you're listening to this, do why, not play. Number one. <laughs> why would you be listening to this number one? Why would you like? Why would you go out of your way? But either way, hello, children. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that was um, basically our one news item of the week that we had to discuss Ooh. was uh, the THQ closing. That was awesome. <laughs> yes, it was excellent. It was. Now to the good stuff. Okay, oh, yeah, the fun stuff. Uh, what have yes. we been playing? All right, I say Ted goes first on this one. Yes. All right, special guest goes first. By the way, in my introduction, I forgot to mention that I. Um, I'm a seminary student at Gordon-Conwell College uh, here in, in Charlotte. They have a campus. Uh, I'm taking oh, my time going through, working on an MDiv. So the theology is a big part. I think you did a great job in your description, Zach, of saying it's just hard to separate the two. Yeah, it is. Just You love both of them. So that's why we're here, right? Yeah, that's exactly. why we're here. And that's uh, why I met you and you met me. And Yeah. Well, in the virtual world anyway. Exactly. So, uh, yes, what have I been playing? I uh, have been sick a little bit, as as you know, Zach. Yes. So a lot of my time has been spent playing games that don't require much thought or motion, which, you know, totally ruled out the Wii as far as motion goes. Um, um, but I've played a lot of that Minesweeper game on Windows 8, and also I've been playing a lot of Solitaire. I know that sounds simple, but uh, some of these games are just great. And uh, I've also played on my Wii U, I downloaded Mighty Switch Force and played several levels of that game. What is that? Yeah, it sounds interesting. Yeah, I well, like the name. I know. Oh, it, I know Jake Kaufman did the soundtrack. The soundtrack is excellent, right? Yes, that is good. It is a 2D platform puzzler. Uh, your character is trying to apprehend some young girl fugitives your character is a young girl as well so obviously i really enjoyed that um yeah, now i've wow, made everybody sounded very wrong <laughs> i made everybody feel awkward um and basically you can hit a button to make switches appear and disappear and that's part of your whole strategy for the game notice how i moved on from that as quickly oh, yeah, as i yeah, said yeah. Good, good transition <laughs> well well done going back to it though you'll have a good yes. here. <laughs> and, and what i would say about that game is that is probably a great game for a handheld device but i wasn't so excited about seeing it on my television screen right uh, yeah it's probably even though it was hd like i mean i will say i have very little interest in the wii u I mean, was it worth? Was it worth really? buying? Was it, I? I just it doesn't do anything for me. I want one, but I don't have any games that I really want for it yet. I think that's the clincher. And what I've I was definitely one of the first ones getting one the night that it came out. It's a bit of a tradition with my son, who's uh, 19 and in college. He was he was the one that instigated us going to uh, to get it. And I just couldn't resist. You know, he came home from college his first time out, and he wanted to hang out with his dad at a Walmart. 
Oh, that is uh, pretty awesome. <laughs> so uh, I have been those. playing. Uh, um, I played the Call of Duty Black Ops Two. I've played uh, Assassin's Creed Three, and I've downloaded a few other titles. Trying to. Um, in that, that mighty switch force and also the Nintendo land that, uh, people yeah. talk about. And so far, you know, I well, can't you say, the black you or the white one? I, I was forced to get the white one. It was the last one in the store that night. Oh, wow. So I, I don't have the one with as much memory and I'm already paying the price for that in a way. Cause I, I, when I added mighty switch force, I had to delete <laughs> one of the other games off of it. So, wow, that's small. Though. Going actually in a completely different direction from like, you know, like Call of Duty and like Assassin's Creed. I've heard that one of the best games on the Wii U right now is Scribblenauts. Oh, yeah, Scribblenauts. Unlimited? I've, yeah. I, have you heard of that one, Ted? Yeah, I have never played any of them. I have it for the DS. I just never actually played it, the, the first one. And yeah. I'm sure it would be great. I just, uh, I, that's not one that's made me say, you know, I want to put down 60 bucks to oh, scribble. Yeah, it's um, not my kind of thing. I don't know, just, the, that's the, my creative side coming out, you know what I mean? Like, the fact yeah. that you can type in, you know, like, giant zombie bear, and it actually brings up a giant zombie bear. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> would it do a giant fire-breathing zombie bear? I almost guarantee it. Okay, that would be excellent then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can type in Cthulhu, and it'll make him. <laughs> All right? Like, that's excellent. Like, that to me is amazing that they even, like, got that in there, that there's a sprite for all of that. Oh, for those that don't know, Joe Mazzoli is a renaissance man. He's good at everything. I'm not good at everything. Yes. I'm, I'm... He's a musician, a singer. He paints. He I'm... draws. He plays video games. I'm met... He writes books. I'm met at a lot of things, all right? That's about it. If I looked in his journals, it'd look like Leonardo da Vinci's. I think you're hyping no kidding. too much. Yeah, really. Nope. You need to steal some sketches and post them or something, just so we could see. <laughs> yes, let them oh, see. All right, let yeah. them see. Okay. All right. Well, no, I'll make, I'll make a point to post some of my drawings every once in a while. Yeah. I'm working on inventing a helicopter that uses, like, a spiral screw thing, and I think if I pedal fast enough, I can fly. I feel <laughs> like I might have seen this in a movie. Oh. Like, like recently. So it's not an original idea, Rat. Unfortunately, so. no. <laughs> Clever, though. I'll take it. I'll buy one. You get it to work, and I'll take it. <laughs> Actually, quick question: Do you like Assassin's Creed Three? Uh, I do. I have. I've always liked the series, and I've kind of enjoyed playing it on the uh, on the Wii U. Uh, if not for anything other than the fact that I can kind of play it as a held handheld using the controller. Oh yeah. See, I don't know, for me, Assassin's Creed Three, and I didn't play it on the Wii U, but Assassin's Creed Three for me was. Basically, you could have just replaced that entire title with the best boating simulator ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that, that is the only remarkable. thing I loved about the game. Those ship battles. It is Pretty remarkable good. to look at that, to see the uh, the wave effects and the way, the ocean of the motion. Wait, that came out backwards. But, ocean of the motion. You know, Woo. But, I think that's going to be the yes. title of this podcast. <laughs> the, the ocean, ocean, the the ocean mo- of the motion. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that part, I... I I like the game. I do. I haven't beat it yet. I'm probably 35% of the way through. I, I'm, I'm just at the point here where I'm, I need to stop my village from being destroyed a second time. Oh, so, all right. Oh, yep, yes. I remember that. I don't know. I found, it's, out, it's, I found it's, out that George Washington maybe isn't as nice as I thought he was. So. No, he's bad. He's, he's, <laughs> he's been better. Don't, don't give me any spoilers, though. Seriously. You can blame Zach on I'm that I'm not one. giving you a spoiler, okay? No, I'm not. <laughs> But I, I am going to tell you, if you read my review, which I gave the game one star. <laughs> wow. That's it's, harsh. 
Well, when you get to certain parts of it, it well, because I played through every single Assassin's Creed game. Is it because it is it because it's a game that affects you emotionally, and that's no. why you hate it? No, that's not why. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I um I played through every single Assassin's Creed game leading up. Okay. Right through, and the third one is just weird <laughs> in comparison. Even though it has all these things, there's like um there's too many things to do. Is the first problem. There is a lot. Yeah, yeah and not all of them really contribute. Like, have you ever tried to get into that caravan menu to make money off of the things that people, you know, farm on your, like, homestead? I was too busy stabbing. It's too uh, <laughs> The only like, way I can access that is in, in the mansion, right? Yeah, you have to go so to the mansion yeah. in the book, and then you go, oh, let me get, like, three deer skins, and let me ship yeah. them off to this place for this X amount of money. I don't feel like doing microeconomics in my Assassin's Creed then, game. Then don't. Just stab things. <laughs> yeah, but that's optional, though. Yeah. And so. there was one sequence. I'm not sure if you've been to this, but the game tells you to chase this person, right? Okay. But it doesn't tell you how to end the chase. So what you end up doing is running around in circles trying to figure out what the game wants you to do. <laughs> and I eventually, after a half hour, I was like, what is supposed to happen here? <laughs> so I looked it up on Game FAQs, and then finally it said, oh, you're supposed to tackle him. And I'm oh. like, well, why didn't uh, the game yeah. tell yeah, me? But, yeah, but, like, th I, I believe that, like, a normal human being would naturally assume that you're supposed to tackle him. But the tackle has never been used anywhere else in the game, nor have they told me how to use it. Yeah, I think I'm past that part. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, I tackled him first try, so I don't know what your See, name is. Am I crazy? <laughs> I think I think Ted and I are on the same page. I'm being yeah. double teamed. It, it actually, it wasn't very intuitive that part because I didn't know if I was supposed to cut his throat or what. But and I don't like that the free run button is only one button now. I liked it when it was two buttons, even though that sounds weird because now he just kind of goes from walking to full sprint, which means that sometimes I'll just run up a wall face for no reason. <laughs> Yeah, control is a little challenging sometimes, but it's still just amazing looking. Uh, it's oh, it's got a lot of glitches, oh, yeah. but it's still it, yeah, amazing. it's fantastic. Looking. And being sure. a, in like being a Bostonian, it was cool. Yeah. Oh, but, was it? Yeah, I can. Yeah, like I mean, because I mean, they have like old parts of Boston, and like you could you could almost recognize some stuff. It was really interesting. Yeah, I did. I do. I did like the intro. I just didn't like the rest of the game. Just didn't do it for me. I don't know why. Eh, to each their own. Well, being the British guy at the beginning was awesome, man. He was yeah. cool. I, and I, was, I did love the plot twist. Tatham Kenway. Yeah. That's his right. name. Yep. Yeah. I was genuinely shocked when I was like, dude, that guy's a Templar? Yeah. Oh, man. That's I love that's when the achievement pops up. That was a great <laughs> intro. The achievement pops up yeah. and just says, like, you know, what was it? What's the achievement? Uh, how do you like them apples? <laughs> like, I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. No, the intro was great. Oh, yeah. I, no, was I was awesome. hoping to play him the whole game and um, not have to play... Connor, who is, like, kind of boring. He doesn't really Yeah, that. I agree. It's not quite as good as uh, as Hamish. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, so that's what I've been playing this week. A little bit of simpler stuff. I'm going to try to dig in a little deeper this weekend and uh, try to finish Assassin's Creed 3 and maybe start something new. Maybe I'll I'll try to play the real Revengeance when it comes out. So. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, I have my opinion. We just of played that. the demo a couple hours ago. Yeah, I did too. So uh, I that, played it. That's sort of our roundtable a little bit later. Yeah. But. We'll, we'll get there. Okay. So, Joe, what have you been playing? Um. Well, I will admit that I don't play video games nearly as often as I used to. But um, I recently picked up um, Dishonored. 
and I am I'm enjoying it. I will say that um I don't quite have the patience required to do the stealth to do it stealthily. Really? I don't. Oh, so you just run up and stab people? In I'm the a face. I'm very stabby. Okay, it's a theme I go with. <laughs> my games, if they include yeah. stabbing motions, I will be doing Joe's so strategy is run into the middle of a giant room full of enemies and just go slash wildly. That's basically in every game, every including game. NBA, like, you know, basketball games. <laughs> yeah, uh, just run right in, whatever. NHL 13, um, yeah. So is it true that if you kill a lot in that game that rats are more of a problem? Yes, yes. It That's is. interesting. Um. Yeah, it's really yeah those because those rats are terrifying. Number one, um, <laughs> they truly are. Rats. Well, no, because they're like this massive herd of just this is this is it's horrifying. I can't even explain it. There's like a migration of rats that just devour everything. What is the purpose of the rats? The rat. Well, they're they're just they're drawn to the death in the city. Yeah, I think they're to encourage you to not kill as much. That's, right. That's there. Because um, Josh, who is not here, yeah, um, he did a – I'm pretty sure he did a whole stealth run. Yeah, no, he. I, I read the article. Yeah. It's very interesting. He's That's played, impressive. He's played it like two or three times. It's one of those games that, again, yeah. very – once again, going back to my, my, my you know, mentality, it's very immersive and it's very <laughs> emotional and you get into the universe and it's not about points. Ah, uh, but I love points. Oh. See? <laughs> and it is first person, right? First Absolutely. person perspective? Okay. Yep. Yeah, I get I get a little seasick playing first person. It is a little disorienting, especially when you're jumping from like rooftop to rooftop. And oh you're, yeah, you're, with teleporting. Yeah, it can get Link. a little. It gets to be a little much when you start out at the beginning, but once you get used to it, it's very, it's cool. I like it a lot. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it. I'm also going. Um, the other game I've been playing, going a little retro, is I picked up the Zone of the Enders HD collection. Ooh yes, which is one of my all-time favorite games for the PlayStation Two. And, uh, the first one? No, the second. No, the first one was eh. the second one was amazing. Yeah, the I like second the second one, was one. Fantastic. That's a recommendation here. Okay, Zone of the Enders. Theology Gaming approves. Yes, please go ahead. I'm uh, I'm googling that right now. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say um, it's uh, uh, giant robots fighting each other. Yeah, it's basically oh. the only it's it's the only Gundam game they ever got right. Yeah, but it's like really fast. It's so very fast. It's not like. Oh, huge hulking robots! Oh, I hit you, you fall down. No, it's very you know, nimble. It's more like robots floating in space. It's and the entire game is about not wanting to kill, so it's got a good message. Huh. Yeah, actually, it's, does. it's Hideo Kojima, isn't he the guy behind the um, Metal Gear stuff? Or yeah, my... same guy. Okay, all right, same guy. I like Zone of the Enders better than I like Metal Gear. So okay. I... Well, apparently, it's set in the late twenty-second century on Mars. Yep. Okay. It's cool. it's a really it's a really interesting game. I mean, honestly, the story itself means nothing to me. Yeah, it's it's not it's, that it, great. it's it's a bunch of fluff. It's just the gameplay. Well, it's, it depends if you're into Japanese style storytelling. I am, and I where certainly people like, it. like stand there and give long exposition about what their motivations are, yeah, and the, what they're doing. It really wasn't that good. Like I said, yeah. the, the story was terrible. <laughs> Play it for the gameplay. The gameplay is all. It's what it's all. Yeah, about. it is very good. Right. And anything else? You uh, no, I, I think I have just wrapped up my games I'm playing right now portion. Okay, so I've been playing the Revengeance demo. <laughs> yeah, I'm <and> sorry. <laughs> we'll talk about that, though. Um, but the other thing I've been playing is uh, Devil May Cry 4. 
for the PC this time. Isn't that the same game as... (laughs) What? Oh, the... Wait, what? Isn't that the same as what I was doing when I was doing Revengeance? (laughs) No. No. I'll be right back. You're running around and you're just like... (laughs) No, it's not the same thing. They're different. No, they are not. They are different. Okay. I like I was because I played the new Devil May Cry demo and I do not like that game at all. But I played the old Devil May Cry and I was like, "Well, this game is much better than I remember it being." So I've been just kind of going through this and because I picked it up for the PC for like ten dollars, so I figured I'd give it another shot and I liked it significantly more this time. <laughs> and it is a hard game, right? Yeah, if you're playing it on anything above whatever the human difficulty, I think it's called. Yeah, if you play in Devil Hunter, prepare for challenge. <laughs> Actually, that's something I'd, I'd like to discuss. Really, is um, how are you guys like? How big are you guys in on like you know, games being truly difficult? Me, you're all about it. Yes, that's that's him all the way. I can tell. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I could tell listening to the first podcast that uh, Zach is all about. Difficulty and lots of dying. Yes. Yeah, he's all about the death. I like yeah. I like learning from failure. That yeah, I, I don't know. It's an yeah, I know it's a very old school mentality, but I've just been I'm kind of just over the whole cutscene thing. It's like, oh boy, I want to skip this cutscene. <laughs> it's not that I don't have enough time to watch these things. In a JRPG, I'm totally fine with it. But when I'm playing an action game, I don't need exposition. I don't need any of this plot stuff. Unless you're going to give me a funny line or something. The rest of the time, I want to be learning how the system mechanics work. Yeah, and you would love Saints Row. In every facet and detail. Then you would love Saints Row. Then I probably like Saints Row. I'm I'm a guy that tends to go for the easiest setting possible, and if I do well on that, I might try it again on a harder setting. I am on the same page as this guy. (laughs) Like, it's, 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 it's future me. Like, future that's you. all there is to it. I mean, life I, is I'm too short. Way. I, I, I play a game through because I enjoy the story of it. I enjoy what the narrative, and I don't care so much about the challenge. I don't like, you know, I just want to get that story through. And once I'm done with it, then again, I will go back and play it on a harder difficulty for the challenge of it. But I want to, basically, I know it's not, it's going to sound stupid, but I want to appreciate the writing. That's I feel like I'm on a podcast with myself. It's so true. <laughs> because when I'm thinking of, like, video game stories, you can't see the air quotes, but they're happening. He's doing them. Um, <laughs> I would rather read a novel or watch a movie than see a video game story. Do you see, know what I mean? Oh, Like, it's I, like, okay, oh. here is this game with this story. Why don't I just go read Moby Dick? Because Moby Dick is one of the greatest classics <laughs> of our civilization instead of, you know – Hearing Connor Kenway speak about freedom but for no, five hours. But like I said, though, I'm 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 appreciating the writing. Like I'm appreciating the people who spent the time to make this story. And I mean, some of them are bad. It's complete. I admit there are a lot. There of are a lot of bad ones. ones. But there are some that just suck you in there so well. You know, I have not that, had that experience except in Final Fantasies of the past. <laughs> I mean, like I, there are times when like I, I, you truly connect with a character, and the best part about it too is, you know. Like unlike a book or a movie, you're playing that main character, and that's why I really love the silent protagonist so much because it feels like they're talking to me as a person. You mean like yeah. Bioshock? Don't start. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we were discussing this earlier. Yeah. I don't like Bioshock at all. 
Yeah, I've not played it. Uh, I have watched some playthroughs of it on YouTube. You'll love it. So, uh, you think uh, so? No, you'll yeah. love it. Uh, he's will. basing that purely off the fact that I like it. Yeah. Yeah, but those big daddies, man, they look hard, and I know that it would kill me again and again and again, oh, and then so I'd be done with it. Cool. There's an easy difficulty setting. I'm pretty sure. I want one that's like so easy where I just hold out my foot and he trips over my foot and dies. That would be it for me. Well, I guess that's altogether possible. <laughs> um, it's slippery down there. Or you just like in a god mode and just ramp through the whole thing. I will admit that when I was younger, I used to throw god mode on and play through a game, but I wanted to, it was just I would because totally I enjoyed the story. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I still think that Half-Life 2 to this day is one of the greatest games ever made. And it's amazing because it's so immersive. But it can be difficult if you jack up the difficulty, well, right? Yeah, if you want to beat on yourself. No, well, my understanding of this, okay, is that when the game is more difficult, you actually are more immersed in the game than you would be otherwise. Because That's a good argument. That's a good I, argument. Because yeah. it forces you to use the tools and mechanics in a way that the designers intended for you to use. So I'll just, you know, I'll take Bioshock as an example, right? If you don't... If you don't use uh, Vita Chambers, for example, which resurrect you after you die automatically with zero penalty, right? It completely changes that game. Okay. That is very core, right? Okay. And then it's more of like a survival experience. Like it would be, right? Right. If you found yourself stranded in an underwater city. Okay, then, then my question to you then is how, with you doing the whole immersive thing, how can you argue that and then say that the story is crap? You're immersing yourself completely in the world, and you still say it's a bad game? No, what I'm saying is that that's an example, right? Okay. I don't think Bioshock does this particularly well, because half the time I'm looking at the ground trying to pick stuff up, <laughs> which is not interesting to me, or eating potato chips out of a garbage can. I'm serious about that. You will actually do that in that game. Awesome. I see nothing, I see nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, but that just instantly breaks the immersion. What person is going to pick up potato chips out of a garbage can? Um, Someone who's starving and being hunted and dying. <laughs> in an underwater dystopian yeah, universe. Exactly. Perhaps. Dude, those, dude, those potato chips are your only friend. Yeah, well, probably soggy, too. And you can drink in there, too. I think there's some yeah. liquor somewhere in the... Yeah, so you're, you, you need a snack. Yeah, something I know. salty to go it just, with the drink. I don't know. It, Bioshock <laughs> didn't do it for me. But what I'm saying yeah. is that I just play for the mechanics, and if the story is there along with it, and it actually aids in the game mechanics, that's good. I'm fine with that. But usually it's just like this, you know, it's just an impediment to me getting into the game and enjoying it. I think it's good that there's both kinds of players, really. Yeah, I, I, that's one thing I will say that I like about this whole group from what I've encountered so far which is admittedly very little but i intend to be here a lot more it seems like there's a very diversified group when it comes to our opinions on gaming yeah yeah i like that <laughs> now, we, now we just now we just need to get like that one guy that likes race car games i like <laughs> race car games oh well there we go Nailed there we it. go i was playing um what do you call it that sega and sonic all-stars racing recently oh yeah yeah it's like mario kart except yeah Sega. With Sonic stuff. Except, except for with less memorable characters. What, like Big the Cat? Everyone remembers Big the Cat. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that in that Dancing Space one? Uh, Lala? Yeah, she's in there. She's in there? Okay. Goodness. Yeah, and, well, actually, it doesn't really play like Mario Kart. It plays, like, Drift Everywhere. <laughs> oh, okay. Is, is uh, the Crazy Taxi guy in there? I believe so, yes. That would make sense. 
<laughs> he has a point. Yeah. Virtual Fighter, you know, everything. Why would yeah. Sonic even be in a vehicle? Serious. That is... he, he can, like, get out and push it and go faster hey. than anything else. Well, there was a racing game where Sonic R, does anyone remember this? No. And the Sega Saturn? Again, no. I'll say no. Okay, so everyone's giving me the sound treatment. So I assume... <laughs> Sonic, <laughs> is that a pirate one? Sonic R. No, yeah, exactly. it's, it's called... It's Sonic Rally, I think. But he oh, runs around on foot, and everybody... They're all Sonic characters, and they run around on foot. It's its pretty terrible. <laughs> I remember one where they were using, like, these uh, airboards, like, from Back to the Future. Uh, Sonic oh. Riders. Oh. Ooh! Oh, boy. <laughs> can, we do, can we do, like, a bad Let's Play of that? Oh, yeah, we will. Oh, oh fantastic. Oh, yeah, uh, if for those of you, for those of you who listened long enough, we will be recording videos. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna be making we're gonna make videos. a video series. So excellent. Yeah. We, don't, we don't know what we're gonna call it just yet. I've had a couple suggest. I've had a suggestion, yeah. but I don't really know because it's gonna be you know we're gonna be doing the whole playthrough of a game. And we're gonna be giving it our ratings and what we think of it. And is possible name in the works right now. We're gonna call the show Frame Rates. But <laughs> okay, self promotion. <laughs> there you go. Shameless. <laughs> <laughs> All right, What's wrong back, with that? Back to Sonic Riders. Uh, yes. I actually own Sonic Free Riders, and it's weird. Am I looking at it right <laughs> now? Hold on, I'm going to go look at it. Yeah, it's more of a game about, um, what do you call it, memorization of tracks than anything else. So most of the time you're trying to figure out how to actually play the track and then memorize it and then do it over and over again. So that sounds like something I would like, right? <laughs> But, yeah, that sounds like it'd be right up your alley. Yeah, so I haven't played it enough to say, but it's actually okay. I just don't think it's very accessible for a, a Sonic game. Yeah. Uh, the the Saturn is a system that I don't have, but I, I have a lot of the other Segas. Uh, Genesis and uh, Dreamcast? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, everybody likes Dreamcast. I'm all about yeah. Dreamcast. I've got, of course, the uh, their Game Gear. Oh, and uh, <laughs> I recently, I was gonna say, you like the nine battery boombox or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, it will suck up the batteries. There's no doubt, but not as much as my Sega Nomad. Do you know what that does? Yeah. Oh, my that Lord. thing's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it plays real Sega games on it. Real, real, of, real Genesis games, rather. Yeah, play some of those homebrew ones too. I think that people. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. So you can, you know, bring it on the road. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, it doubles as a. I think there's a connector. It doubles as a, like a portable Genesis. Wow! Oh, right. Up to your television. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's got outputs for it. Yeah, I think I, I got that when I, uh, I I just was at a, a video game store that sold used games. I saw that thing and I snapped it up. Oh man! How much? You say how much you buy that? I think it was about forty bucks. That's not so, that bad. Yeah, I would say that's really, pretty reasonable for, for what you're getting. Even if it was a little high, I didn't care because <laughs> yeah. you know, I wanted it's a collector's it. item. Yeah, yeah, it is at this point. So uh, anyway, is that how did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. Steve, but the did I not? Good. Did I not predict this? We're out of control. There is a break. There was. We started out on the itinerary breakdown yep. somewhere. Hilarity ensues. I told you. Spiraling <laughs> into madness. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay, so did everybody play Revengeance? Let's get to this. I did. You watched okay. me. Okay, so let me get your opinions on this, Ted. What do you think of it? All right. Well, let me first just say, what kind of title is Revengeance? It's a Japanese title. No, it's not <laughs> even a word. It's not a word, no. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. I uh, came across another use of the word on the Internet 
uh, and it's actually from a civil rights court case in the uh, 60s. It was, wow. it was, yeah, it was a, a case where the KKK was uh, being tried in the court in a, in Ohio, and they gave a quote that said, "We're not a revenging organization, but if our <laughs> president, our Congress, our Supreme Court continues to suppress the white Caucasian race, it's possible that there might have to be some revengeance taken." Metal Gear Solid, everyone, brought to you by the KKK. Yeah. <laughs> So it's KKK endorsed. Um, <laughs> wow, but, that's uh, a recommendation that's right a there. That's sign of approval I needed. But, I mean, the word revenge and vengeance are kind of the same thing. Yeah. What, yeah. So I came up with some alternate titles here. Oh, uh, maybe – I want to I want to come up with some of my own. Metal Gear, Gear Rising, Angry Irateness. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> like that. Um, misery Anguish. No, nah, that's not as good. Um, giddy dizziness. I mean, you know, it just. So that's that's my okay. take on that. That one is fantastic. <laughs> I have a couple others, but they're just all stupid. So. Well, what do you think about the game versus the title? Oh, the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I um I've not played a lot of the the series, and I know it's been around since back in the uh, Nintendo era. Uh, but this game was not what I was expecting. I played a little bit of uh, the Sons of Liberty game, which was, you know, had some stealth. And yeah, there is stealth. no stealth in this. This is pretty much you're just going all out. And, uh, you know, you got this super enhanced kind of cyber body uh, that can take a lot of punishment and can deal a lot of punishment. Honestly, a lot of the gameplay, uh, you know, went through a tutorial at the beginning trying to control where you're going to swing your sword. That and tutorial does not help you at all. <laughs> I struggled with that. I did. Um, but I also discovered I could just push a button and it just would swing. You know, so I, I went immediately to that once I realized I could in the gameplay. And I immediately started playing better. Because I was trying to go up, <laughs> press that left trigger button, you know, yeah. where I was going to swing. And these guys are all standing around me trying to kill me. Yeah, Joe did the same thing. I did. I yeah. did. Uh, I have to ask, just because I've, I feel like we have a connection here, how many trees did you kill? Um, I killed a lot of boxes. Oh, I, I was all about trees. <laughs> okay, your trees I didn't even think about it. Oh, the trees were the best. <laughs> yeah, they cut, they can cut those trees down. I waged a personal war on Arbor Day. <laughs> so, I was kind of thinking that this game would go really well with the uh, the uh, the super remote on the Wii. You know, with with the sword control, oh, I could have yeah. just been swinging like crazy. Probably. Actually, no, that's a really good point. That is a good idea, actually. It might have worked. Right. It would have been a great game for one-to-one -one motion control. All right, send that to Hideo yeah. Kojima. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. So, but this is clearly a game that's all about action, and um, it's just really about fun and, and doing a lot of button mashing. Um, well, people they... say that, <laughs> uh, but I'm not so sure. But, yo, continue. <laughs> all right. Uh, I also enjoyed the uh, the sort of multinational cast of characters. Uh, I mean, there was a, a white female with glasses, there was the black guy. There was the Russian guy. There was um, the strange-looking doctor guy. He um, must be German. Yeah, he must be German. Clearly <laughs> German. His name is Doctor. Yeah, Doctor. <laughs> D-O-K-T-O-R. Are you kidding? I know. We're not kidding. Sorry, I skipped all of the cutscenes. <laughs> you did. I just yeah. didn't care. 
I he just kind of ran through. He's like, I hate this. I didn't. Skip, I did not. Skip. I did not say I hate this. I was just trying to get a feel for the gameplay, not the actual story. He wouldn't even try to do the tutorial. I had to force him to do it. I wanted to go in blind. I understand that, but I definitely wanted the tutorial, but it, it ended up not helping as as uh, <laughs> yeah, you said. Yeah, it so, doesn't so help at essentially all. you wasted my time. <laughs> Pretty well, much. Well, it helps you in a way. Okay. Well, when I describe the mechanics of my little yeah. 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 Um, so. so I I tell you how far I got in it. I got to the part where I was fighting the um, cat creature with the chainsaw tail. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit yeah, much. No. Awesome. <laughs> Which you know that that chainsaw can cut through brick walls, man. Yeah, yeah it does. But that's why I have a super enhanced cyber body. I can take that yeah. kind of punishment and land on my feet. Uh, and I really didn't like his heels on his boots. By the way, they, that looked a little. Uh, you should, you should, I mean, you never played, but neither of you played Metal Gear Solid 4. Wait till you figure out that he bleeds milk. <laughs> what? Gonna, I'm just gonna leave the mystery there. Okay, I need to play yourself. this now. I haven't yet. But, uh, nope. I thought the dialogue was pretty good. The lip syncing was off, but I know it's a demo, so that'll it's probably be picked up. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it seems like it's intentionally cheesy. Maybe that's just me, though. Well, Metal Gear Solid has always been somewhat campy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the best line though was, "What is the meaning of life, and why are we here?" <laughs> and and the the uh, robot responds, "I am here to kill you." Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. What does an AI know about free? Yeah. Oh, that's that's, <laughs> that's great. Hey, so that's um, like Connor right, there for a second. Yeah. Right here, um, I was inspired by your uh, different names for. Yeah, uh, let me hear. You got yeah. some? Uh, well, I, I have one that I came up with, and it's on that whole theme of uh, redundancy. So, um, yeah, metal or gear clockwork, elevation rising, anger mad. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you share as many words as possible into the title? Why not? I, I don't know. I, I, it came to me. I thought it was good. I think we could look at this. He's not just mad. He's anger mad. Yeah, he's angry mad. He's angry mad disgruntled. <laughs> the number of words displays my anger. <laughs> oh. The more I use, the madder I am. <laughs> they, they multiply together. Words now have a numerical value. Hey, can you can you give that title one more time? Seriously, let me hear it. Uh, metal or gear clockwork, elevation rising, anger mad. <laughs> Squared. <laughs> That's going to be the sequel. Uh, we, but yeah, okay, yeah. well, that's going to be the name of this podcast. No, I was going to so. say, I thought, I thought it was uh, the, the Ocean of the Motion. Was, uh, this was <laughs> Ocean of the Motion, Anger Mad, <laughs> Clockwork Overclock, John. 2020. <laughs> you can send my check to... Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. That, this is how game designers do it. They just yeah. sit around and talk and say, hey, I got an idea. Oh, it's great. Well, this is... Okay, uh, Ted, was that all you had to say about... I, the other thing was, I kept looking for that snake guy that kind of looks like a pirate, you know, with the patch over his eye. Oh, and I, the main character from the entire series that everyone notes? Yeah, <laughs> that guy. Solid Snake. Oh, him. Or Snake. Oh, that's it. So, I yeah. thought, do you guys know who Patch the Pirate is? You know, I do a lot of children's stuff, and there's this guy called Patch the Patch Pirate. The pirate. Stuff, so. um, from... D um, Dora the Explorer... No, no, he's he's a Christian guy, and uh, which means he's not well known for much. But um, he uh, he actually had cancer in one of his eyes and, and had to have it removed, so he started wearing an eye patch. And the kids started calling him, uh, you know, a pirate. 
And that's oh. how it got started doing uh, kid stuff. And I don't know how I got off on that tangent, but yeah, that, <laughs> that was, is an awesome story. I was going to say, I'm glad you okay, did. Okay, we are promoting Patch the Pirate. Yeah, no, yeah, Patch the Pirate, okay. dude. The OG Shout game. out. Oh. Brought to you by Patch the Pirate. Shout out. But he was nowhere in the game. I kept looking for him, and um, and neither was that snake guy. Oh, yeah. That's too bad. I think that's my last comment. I think the game is supposed to happen four years after Metal Gear Solid Four. Well, then there's a pretty good reason why Snake's not there. Then Snake's not there. For I, I I I'm not saying. Okay, you can spoil it. It's four years old. Did not... he bleed his milky blood? Out no, of his... no. Snake doesn't bleed oh, milk. It's it's Raiden that bleeds it's, milk. This keeps reminding oh. me of Alien. It's dude. It's trust me. It gets. It, you like, know, it's like Ian Holm, and he has all the milk come out. They, oh yeah. Yeah, they Ian actually Holm. use milk in that sequence. I did not know he played Bilbo. Well, I know he needs uh, electrolytes and junk like that to yeah, uh, to yeah. Start going into the, in the game. Electrolytes. <laughs> but um, no, he it's it's revealed rather early in the well because Sons of Liberty everyone hated mostly. I love that because Raiden was so awful as a character. No, the it was intentionally awful. I, I still, but so what they did in Metal Gear Solid Four because he didn't show up in three, they made him unbelievably awesome. Like you, you, the stuff this guy pulls off is incredible, and that's why he has his crazy cyber body. And like in this game, <laughs> right? Exactly. That's why he has his crazy cyber body. But um, there is at one point where he gets pretty much impaled and stabbed like four hundred times in the course of four minutes, and when he gets impaled, you see that his blood is just milky white because apparently they've replaced it all in his body with this random substance that doesn't die when it leaves him or something it's some it's it's nanomachines that's all i gotta say you can wrap up you can wrap up every Metal Gear solid game by just saying nanomachines, nanomachines yeah gotcha it, it explains everything everything is explained by nanomachines okay so you played the demo well half the demo because you got bored <laughs> but <laughs> okay anybody who is looking at this game thinking to themselves oh good more Metal Gear Solid. No. Don't. Just don't. It's not worth it. It's nothing it's like... It's not it. a Metal Gear Solid it's, game. It's, it has its entertainment value. It's not quite what I find entertaining. It's very much like Ted was saying. It's very Devil May cry E, And I'm yeah, it is. I'm kind of past that gaming stage of my life. <laughs> and, um, past. Past as if it were bad. <laughs> well, it's some of us have to grow up. Um, Zach so, never has to grow up. Um, but <laughs> no, no and, I, and I found it unnecessarily violent. Like, I yeah, mean, I'm okay with I'm okay crazy. with with violence. That's fine. Like, whatever, it doesn't bother me. Blood does not bother me. Even the dismemberment did not bother me. But when you're like <laughs> grabbing their spine and like doing well, because they're cyborgs, That's, I don't care yeah, to get their electrolytes. It I could do that seriously. It I was weird. That. Yeah. Well, I'll explain this. It was right. weird. It was like it was it was bordering on like Mortal Kombat-y, and I've never been too big on those games because it, it's super violent. Yeah, it gets really excessive and almost hilarious at times. <laughs> it's it's very like it's very that's that one scene from Kill Bill. Uh, House of Blue Leaves? Yeah. With the black That's and white? awesome. It's very <laughs> yeah. like that. You can really yeah. do that if you want. Yeah. 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 I think for high scores, you actually do need to do that. <laughs> like I said, it's just that's just not yeah. my type of it game. It was giving me like a parts counter at a point. And it was hey, like, after I killed them, was I supposed to push a button to get their life into me or something like that? Okay. Um, to, ex I... to explain. Okay. So when you're attacking an enemy, right, he'll, right. You know, he'll get stunned and stunned and stunned. And then at a point... He'll like the whole when you hit him, the whole screen will flash blue like lightly. Now yeah. you press and hold the um, blade mode button, right? 
L1 or um, I can't remember, left bumper, depending on what system you're on. Right. Um, you'll enter blade mode, you know, the one where you yeah, have L1, blade. L1 yeah, L1 on the PS3. And if you press, you can slice them up at that point freely. Just, yeah. Yeah, you know, ultraviolet style. I got you. And it yeah. slows down a little bit. So and it slows just... down time. But at the same time, there'll be a little targeting indicator during this blade mode. And I remember just, seeing that. Yeah. yeah. If you slice that, right, um, you'll expose his, um, what is it, cyborg spine or whatever which is what contains the electrolytes that he needs. So is it when, really electrolytes? Yeah. I didn't, I'm sorry, again, I didn't watch the... Oh, yeah, the cutscene makes no sense. It's, a, a, it's electrolytes. electrolytes. So it, basically what you're saying is they could accomplish all of this by just mowing down Gatorade. Oh, I yeah. was thinking that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's blue, and it comes out. Okay, you slice the spine, and then a, like a quick time prompt will come up, and you just press circle, and then you know, Raiden will just rip it out of him, and then he'll just crush it, and then he'll be like, I'm at full health now, or something. That's weird, dude. He'll go, spot on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, says, he says these awful Oh, awful, awful one-liners, yes. But, I um, was just pushing buttons, so I, I, I totally missed that whole part of it. Yeah. yeah you and me both, And dude. you didn't like it. Uh, is that all you had to say about it? <laughs> no, I mean, like, uh, it's an interesting idea. It's just, I... It's taking a character that I genuinely hated and trying to redeem him. And that's not going to work. Not for me. <laughs> not for me. All right. Well, me, I barely played any Metal Gear Solid. I played the second Shame. one. So I like the second Shame. one, but, you know, not my thing. So when this game came along, I'm like, yes, I get to chop people up for no reason. <laughs> so I was really into this. So to explain some of the mechanics, because the game doesn't actually teach you how to play it for some reason. Um, the first thing that everybody needs to know is that the game is mostly about parrying. Now, basically, are you going to like teach them how to I play? I am going to, I am going to teach people how to play oh, this. Goodness. Okay. So, so the game is mostly about parrying and getting counterattacks so you can go into blade mode and choppy choppy people up. Boy, I never picked this up at yeah, all. I was going to so say, okay, I'm, I'm all going to go out on a limb and say, and no, I no, no. never did it this. It does not teach you how to do this for some reason. Okay. So basically to parry or to block, which is also helpful. Um, you press forward and square. Blocking for chumps. So when you press that, before an attack comes, Raiden will like throw his sword up and then he'll block the attack. Now, if you press those, if you press forward and that button yes. at the exact right timing before they hit you, I'm it will parry it and then mm -hmm. he'll take a, he'll do a counter attack, which will instantly stun the enemy, allow you to enter blade mode and choppy choppy choppy, rip out spine, etc. etc. <laughs> So that's mostly how you're supposed to play the game. <laughs> Did you get that? Did you get those notes down for me? <laughs> I'm glad you guys yeah, picked it's up a, on that. It's thing. actually really technical, which I was surprised at. Oh, I forgot to say I had a glitch in it. Oh, yes. Oh, Please love, do tell. On a phone call from somebody where he's, you know, holding the, the thing, and the words are on the screen, but the and the mouth was there, uh, the little uh, man's face. But he was never talking, and I was literally hung for about five minutes on the phone <laughs> doing nothing. Yeah. And all I could do was walk around on the phone, and I could see these enemies in the distance, and they didn't even care that I was there talking on the phone anyway. It's almost like, yeah, hold on a second. I'm talking to my buds. All right. Yeah, That's all right. Awesome. I think I teleported into the floor once for like a split <laughs> second. I don't remember why. Yeah, I so they, the they need to do some work on that for yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, they'll fix it. But it's – um. It's a very technical action game in the vein of Devil May Cry or Bayonetta. You know, it's it's because it's from Platinum Games, and Platinum Games makes these kind of games. 
Right. So if you don't like this kind of action with strategy mix, then it's just not a game you're going to like. It's very visual. I thought the graphics were were good. Uh, It's not my kind of game, but I could see other people liking it for sure. Yeah, you have to basically detect the patterns. You know how they always like flash before they attack you? I mean, it's intentional, right? Uh, it's, it's, they flash? Yeah, yeah. I didn't pick up like, that either. Like, the soldiers flash red before they attack you. And the, what? Um, yeah, what is the, this? The geckos, as they're called, their legs will flash orange before they, they have, go straight. They have very shapely legs. Yeah, they do. Really. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say that. <laughs> okay, yes. What? I did like that little surprise sound that all those Metal Gear... Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, like, you can actually do a, um, at least two of those parts in the demo. You can do with total stealth and not have to actually enter combat at all. Because when you approach an enemy from behind and he hasn't seen you, you can basically just do an insta-kill. And then you can also do the choppy, choppy, choppy if you want. I'm once again going to go ahead and say that um, neither Ted nor I ever did anything like okay, that. Okay, you know what? I played the demo five times, so that's probably why I figured there's all this out. clearly up. more than meets the eye to this yeah. I was going to say, yeah. there's a whole lot more that we even picked yeah, up Yeah, same as like Devil May Cry, right? You're mostly playing for score. The story is irrelevant to me anyway. Um, Somebody's going to get angry. Yeah, wait, yeah. yeah. Well, the score pops up right at the end. Right? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that every thumbs down this gets is going to be your fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. I'm just good at these games. Uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> or that I'm good true. at like bashing my head against the wall until it makes sense. <laughs> the first three times, last, last, last night I played it. He's got the Viking mentality. <laughs> last time I played it, and I was like, I don't like this game. <laughs> but it was because I didn't know what was going on, right? And then I was just looking up online and trying to figure this out, and it's like, oh, things are happening here that I don't know about. You know, I thought it was Dynasty Warrior with Cyborgs, but it, it's actually a pretty good action game. So this is Zach playing a game. This is really hard. This is really frustrating. This is really difficult. I keep dying. I'm going to keep going. Yeah, it's like, I'm genuinely angry about all this. <laughs> I have never had so much fun in my life. Uh, I, only get angry about... <laughs> I only get angry about Street Fighter now. Uh, <laughs> I'll leave that entire series yeah. alone. No, but Metal Gear, you know, it's it's a good game, but it's only for a specific subset of people. And I think that's what's really going to hurt it when it comes yeah. out. Well, it's an, another thing, though, that's, that uh, I can touch on a little bit more than you guys can, because I have immersed myself in the whole Metal Gear story. Yeah. It's a very deep story. You can't just, you know... Turn it you into can't just walk. Game. You can't just walk into it. Like, you really... There's a whole lot about it. And, like... It, you, it, it's just, it's such a, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. Complicated? It, well, yeah, I mean, a complex narrative. And yeah. um, and you're taking a game that was based on stealth and taking things slow. But you can and, do stealth. But no, no, but not in the same sense as no, you would No, but not, not like you would do a snake. But, you know, you're taking a game that has that stealth and you took things slow and you had time to really let everything soak in. And you're replacing it with a fast-paced slash and, like hack and slash. It's very jarring. Yeah, to say the least. <laughs> I mean, I think I think one thing I think we all noticed was whenever we get a phone call, just just the game itself just stopped. Yeah, I don't understand why. Yeah. You know, I'm confused, right? It's like, why is the game stopping? I want to chop people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, you know, Joe was like, Joe would be like, oh, I want to hear the story, but he just kind of skipped it. I don't know why. <laughs> it was a demo. He didn't give it a chance. I will say this. I think it might hurt it, the fact that people may play this demo and say, I, I got enough of it, and I'm not going to buy the game. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. 
honestly. Because when I played it, I was like, I am not buying this new. And mm. I've decided I'm not going to buy it new. I don't think it's worth 60 bucks. It's not worth 60 Oof. I just don't think it is. No, I don't. I don't. There's far too many other great games coming out. There too. are far too many other uh, action games like this that are better. That's the problem, really. Yeah. Maybe like a $40 or a $30 download from, uh, you know, uh, Xbox Live or uh, the PlayStation Network. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a big maybe. I'll wait for the $20 whenever that happens. Probably in yeah. six months. Yeah, Ouch. six weeks. That's rough. Nah, probably not six weeks. It has a good name on it, so. Yeah, still. But I think that it's just going to be a – half the audience is not going to like it because it's not enough story. And then the other half's not going to like it because it has this – weird action-y thing going on. Yeah. Yeah, I can say people that like Metal Gear might not like it because it's not Metal Gear, and other people may not give it a chance because they think it is like Metal Gear. That's basically yeah. it. Nail on the head right there. And there's just no accessibility to this thing. Yeah. Well, especially if you want to play it, like, well. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's like, you know, my kind of game, but not my kind of setting. <laughs> yeah, all that said, I did have fun playing it, so, I mean, I don't feel like I wasted my time. I I do. Well, How about you, Joe? <laughs> that, that's he, just me. He handed the controller to me when he died. <laughs> I was I, I was I was gonna play it until I died. I gave it a solid chance. <laughs> well, there oh, you go, man. I was gonna say, where are we at right now? All right, we are almost at the end of our time. Actually, I was say, we're getting pretty close. Yeah, we've, it's been a lot of fun though. Oh, right. This is yes. actually yeah. This has been a lot more fun than I even thought it was. This gonna was be. excellent. <laughs> All right, so. Let's do some self-aggrandizing promotion. <laughs> All right, so you've heard this podcast. You might want to hear more about these kind of things. You should go to TheologyGaming.com <laughs> or Ted's website, which is WildmanTed.com. That's right. All right. Yeah. I don't have a website. He but doesn't I'm have a be, website. I'm going to be starting to write articles for TheologyGaming.com. Yes, which coming I just Coming up in out. the near future is a uh, decision I made on the fly, and I'm going to run with it. So, uh, yeah, if you enjoyed what you were hearing today and you uh, want to hear more, definitely check out these those two websites. Yes, we are very insightful. Did we even talk theology once? No. But you uh, get all sorts no. of that in the articles on the website. Okay, well, let's think of a <laughs> theological topic. Oh, I got one. Sure. Uh, uh, I, we're going to get a new body one day. Boom! Boom, yeah. I want new bodies. It won't be a Except cyborg body, but... <laughs> It could be. It's never stated that it won't be. No. Yeah, I don't have any evidence to the contrary. I exactly. Know, but I don't think Paul was thinking that. But well, I was kind of thinking that it would be cool one day to, you know, to have a body where maybe you could just jump as high as as you felt like jumping, or or move as fast as you felt like moving. So I don't, I don't know. I I honestly, from a philosophical standpoint, don't see why God would say no to that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, unless there's some rule, you know, Maybe unless there's... unless you know, like God has like a very low ceilings in heaven. <laughs> no, hit your head. Yeah, heaven is up. <laughs> heaven is just heaven of, is up. Heaven is just full of ceilings and speed bumps. So there's none of that running fast or jumping high thing. I don't know. I know there's a lot of joy there. So uh, absolutely, uh, yes, and a lot of friendship and laughter. So. So just like this very hour. Oh, so that was that was my tie-in. Not too bad, huh, guys? I, I liked it. I liked yeah. it. We'll get in more depth as we get along with this podcast and figure oh, out yeah, absolutely. what exactly we're doing here. Yeah, this, that, this, that's up to Zach because I'm I'm about as deep as a puddle. So <laughs> oh, don't, sell no. your, don't be so shallow. Well, I just had 
I'm overeducated. That's why I write like I do. <laughs> I'm still learning. You know what I'm taking right now? What? Christian thought. <laughs> that's, so. What does that that's mean a, that's exactly? Interesting class. Dude, I'll let you know after it's done. But I'm I'm learning about Plato and Socrates right now. Ah, ah. Well, then that's something else to look forward to next time. We can figure yeah. out what is going on with this class. Talk about Socrates. Maybe some, <laughs> maybe, Socrates. maybe some Plato. And it'll be great. And the ocean is in the motion. Yeah, exactly. And that long name that I don't feel like digging up. Yes. <laughs> Listeners, prepare for next week by reading Plato's The Republic. Exactly. <laughs> in the Phaedo. Yeah. Say, read up on uh, the allegory of the cave and then watch The Matrix. Yes. <laughs> Compare and contrast. <laughs> and we will talk about zero of these things yeah, next exactly. time. You can look forward to none of this next time on Theology Gaming. Gaming. <laughs> I guarantee. Thanks for uh, listening, guys. Thanks. Yes. Thanks for listening.